You are listening to the Hypercubicle. If you can't stand the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Just beyond the golden arches, in a restaurant never far away, you have found yourself. It isn't glamorous, but that's okay, because you're loving it. The reason is simple, you're having it your way. People don't understand it when you proudly tell them you work in fast food. You, young, college educated, hounded by companies on LinkedIn begging you to take a comfortable desk job. And yet you chose to become part of the so-called lower class. Not coincidentally, the naysayers are mostly people holding on to a desk for dear life. And initially, your parents had doubts as well. But the latter changed their minds when they saw the positive change in you. Some years ago, you were a desk monkey. But only for about three months. Your job description was as broad as the list of responsibilities you had over there. Which sounds great, but in reality, it only led to a lot of stress and disappointment. So you called it quits. Opportunities for growth be damned, because the only growth you saw in those above you was malignant. Your current job doesn't pay as much by the hour, but you easily compensated for that by moving to a smaller city. The pace is slower and the air cleaner. You live with some roommates who share your attitude to life which allows you to socialize and save some more money. You keep your expenses minimal by making conscious choices. More stuff does not make you happy. Living the way you want to does. That's the real compensation, not money. You live on your own terms, working in an office and now the restaurant taught you a lot about what it takes to take good care of yourself. By living well, you feel well. Isn't that what everyone wants? You took up running because you wanted to exercise without paying someone for the privilege of being cooped up with navel-gazing corporate gym types constantly. What started as a hobby, casually jogging in parks, turned into a serious commitment to running marathons and beyond. No discipline or mental hacks required, because you just really like getting high on personal achievement. Running helped you build up your constitution, which helps you to maintain the positive energy required in the restaurant. You do all sorts of work there, since your life philosophy is to be flexible and go with the flow. There's a manager there, of course, but they love you. The work is efficient, productive, varied, and you're on your feet all day long. It requires no constant meetings for the sake of meetings, or spreadsheets, or emails. The corporate types have a lot to learn yet, because this sounds a lot like their theoretical ideal. When you're not running or working, you like to relax by smoking weed with the roommates, friends and some of your colleagues after work as well. Yeah, another one for the burnout stereotype. Not that you care about other people's opinions anymore though. Weed has done wonders for your well-being, and the people who matter do understand. You're convinced the people who are afraid of it are just afraid of finding out they were wrong all along. Sucks for them. This smoking habit ties in nicely with your running and working as well. It keeps you relaxed, social and very hungry. 
Work allows you free meals on the job and discounts in all restaurants across the country. But you do not partake in any of it. It's unhealthy and honestly not appealing after working in the atmosphere for hours on end. You keep it simple and on a budget. Simple and healthy are the only rules. People joke about rice and beans, but they conveniently forget that getting high on sugar and overeating come at a cost. You do eat a lot, but then burn it all by running and working. When you smoke, you're content to do whatever. You do not stress about the future or your productivity because you're living a sustainable and satisfying lifestyle already. If you feel like playing some games, you play some games. You do not own a TV since you can find all the low-effort content you want to laugh at online. You recently got into making music, inspired by one of your roommates. Basically, whatever fancy strikes you, you pursue it. And if you lose interest, you drop it just as easily. Your job actually includes benefits like paid time off and insurance, which people do not seem to realize either. So you go on trips when you have the time, backpacking and hiking mostly, because that's what you're into right now. Sitting in a pool, locked in a resort somewhere sounds mind-numbingly boring to you, even while high as a kite. You live the way you want, and it makes a lot of people angry. Jealousy is a drug, but when you tell them to relax and offer a blunt as a sign of goodwill, they lock up even more. Perhaps these people would be better off just running in a park instead of from themselves. Do you laugh to yourself? Oh well. Time to put the running shoes on and head to work. Why are you running? Why are you running? Do you ever think about just running away from it all? But do you dread the alternatives even more? Or are you just afraid of getting sweaty and tired like you do at work? These are all very deep philosophical questions. The road to happiness is unpaved, so you have to tread it with good metaphorical shoes. Basically, you need a plan. But this plan needs to be your own, free from the influence of the toxic people around you. They mean well, but they are not you. And statistically speaking, they are probably too miserable to help you at all. I mean, in America, 74% of the people hate their job and would like to change jobs. But think about that. That means that only a quarter of the Americans love their life's work. I mean, that is a very depressing statistic. The average desk pirate will tell you that you should be grateful to be in such a privileged position acquired through hard work in university prison and at the same time they try to emotionally detach as much as possible while at work and talk like they're always engaged in warfare not just the hr rats but also lab rats university lecturers and others who are stuck in life because they committed too hard too soon they let fear lead them as a form of self-defense they tell themselves it's all a worthwhile investment the grind is part of the pleasure, because there's so much room for growth and whatever else. Life is, allegedly, hard, so be stoic and get over it. If you get paid well, then you can pay the problems $100 to fuck off. So I'm gonna pay you $100 to fuck off. They are willfully unaware that they're running on a hedonic treadmill, 
instead of running away from the source of pain like they should. What's worse is that the longer this goes on, the more their ego becomes invested in pretending it is correct. So you must run away from this foolishness as soon as possible. Swallow your pride while you still can. People may judge you, but patricians care nothing for the opinions of plebeians. Join the runner's high society. People try to hide from their problems by staying in place. But if you aren't moving, the problems will catch up to you. Think about it. Drinking a lot, watching TV, working out until they're too exhausted to care, playing games which lead to gambling, eating too much, etc. These all share the common flaw that they replace one discomfort with another. And how do people keep up the mental gymnastics? By cultivating discipline. Discipline. A hollow and ridiculous notion. A fantasy for army types who need someone to keep them in line. It's what it takes to succeed in any office, political, university or otherwise. It allows you to stay put and enjoy the heat produced by your life steadily burning out. But you don't need discipline for things you're not forcing yourself to do. Why should you fight yourself? Relax. Smoke up. A wise man named Epicurus realized this long ago. He told us what should be obvious. An enjoyable life is one lived according to your wants and especially your needs. Away from pain and fear. So not according to the expectations of others. Not in service of others. You can do a lot of good for the world and feel good doing it without burning yourself out in a mental cage. When you unplug and run away from the propaganda machine, you finally have time to contemplate where these messages and expectations come from. And why. You're expected to be in an office to help feed the greed of those at the top. Is that your purpose? It does not have to be. Decide for yourself and plan your life around your goals. Design your goals wisely to maximize pleasure by first and foremost avoiding fear and pain. In our modern society, most pain is easily avoidable by making the right choices. Be grateful for the freedom you have by actually using it. If you do not know what to do, explore. The world is a big place. Try things out. Imagine them. Do not fear the judgment of others, for they only have power in your life if you hand it to them. It is the will of nature to do this. Humans are the only animal who willingly inflict pain upon themselves instead of actively avoiding it. This is because we are open to being manipulated. Big brains come with big responsibilities. And if you don't take them, someone else will, for you. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to lose. Run away from your problems. And allow yourself to obtain a sustainable life of meaningful, natural and necessary pleasure. A life lived with minimal interference from negativity, like fear, is one that achieves the ethereal notion of happiness everyone likes to talk about. It makes no sense to wait to be happy, for example until you are at the top of your career ladder. That mythical payoff at the top is a lot smaller up close than it looked from far away because you were looking at it through the magnifying glass of imagination. Get your head out of the clouds and look at what's right in front of you. Pleasure is the ultimate good. Tranquility and the absence of pain should be the ultimate goal. They require no discipline to achieve because they are natural desires. They only require prudence. 
a sensible plan to run your life according to your own standards and keep it that way. Forget the motivational speakers, except for us. Forget the politicians. Forget your parents and forget false friends who will not support you. Your life should be in your hands. Let us run together to the edge of the earth to get away from the toxicity and into the pure air of spiritual renewal. You can stay in place and be endlessly stoic when you're dead. Epicurus says, put on your running shoes. You can find them hidden away in the back of the closet. Hold your breath while you take them out. No matter what, we're getting off this treadmill that's your daily routine and into the parks and gardens of life instead. It doesn't matter what the weather is like outside. It doesn't matter if your house was covered by an avalanche, floating on a mudslide, isolated in a dust storm, or burning as the sun is closing in on the earth. All you need to do is move your legs. You know how. If you actually cannot, roll out your best wheelchair. Keep it simple. You have to get out and get away. Now. Your problems are always on your heels, dear listener. So do not let them catch up. We are here to support you along the way. As you run, the toxic influences of your life lose their grasp on you. Your mind will clear since you require all your resources to keep up the movement. Let the runner's high take over. It's the only way to solve your problems. The only way to find out that your problems are all avoidable. Run away from the sources of your problems. Run away from home. Run away from your family. Run away from your friends. Run away from your job. Run away from all your possessions. Run away from the fast food restaurant you sometimes go to on a misguided whim. And run away from the food that's on sale. Because desirable food doesn't need to go on sale. You must keep running. Run for the hills. Over there you can run downhill. That's way easier. You must run like your life depends on it. Because it actually does. Run like the sun is not going to come up again tomorrow. That's unlikely, but don't take the chance. Don't stop. Never stop. Until you're high enough to touch the moon. Put as much mental and physical distance between you and your problems as possible. If they cannot catch up with you, they may as well not exist. And if they don't exist, they cannot be your problems anymore. Attachment equals suffering. Running precludes attachment. By running your life into the ground, you can arise from the ashes reborn. Run for your happiness. Run for your health. Run for your life.